Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Feel a, a whole lot better. Feel a lot energized by a lot of things going on around town, so to speak, and uh, lots of lots of opportunities. So I'm feeling good. Good, and that's that's not a reason for you to start singing. I was going to, but I, I know. I Don't know. Worry. I'm sure you'll you'll find a space to bring us in on that. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, a big weekend this weekend. This is the Martin Luther King Day weekend. Um, and I'm sorry that so many of the ski resorts will not be able to tap into this. This is one of their biggest weekends. Um, technically, I understand it's supposed to be cold enough to make snow, but, you know, not really. It's not the good stuff that normally would be there in January. Mm-hmm. So um, I hope that a lot of people still take advantage of the extra day and do some wonderful things and uh, and, and enjoy. It's, it's a wonderful, nice... Wonderful game yeah. to me would be skiing. No, not to me either. But, you know, <laughs> there are those people that make it a pilgrimage, so to speak. <clears throat> So I know I think it's great if you if you like it. I mean, you know, I've just never been. I told you I we I went with the ski club at West Granton Senior High, and yeah. uh, I went on the bunny slope and I slid right underneath the bus with my skis on because the bus was to park at the bottom of the bunny slope and it was like. There was a, a string that was across the bottom, and I went right underneath the string and right underneath the bus. Oh, how lovely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't get, thank God, I didn't get hurt. It wasn't going that fast, but I couldn't stop, um, and I fast, so, yeah. And that was the one and only time of skiing? That was the only time, and then my one friend, God rest his soul, Billy Bokikio, who I loved dearly, um... I fell on the bunny slope, and he's like, come on, here's what you I said, no, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. 
He said, trust me. Just do this and you'll get right up. And God love him. I listened to him and I did. Well, I liked it. was good. And then that's when I went down the second time and went right under the bus. And then that's when I said, I will see you in the lodge with the hot toddy when you're all <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, well, I didn't even, I couldn't even get that far. I just, I just had no interest in it. I, I hated the feeling of not being able to to step, that you had these goofy things on your feet, you know, oh, and you couldn't. Oof. Mine was the claustrophobia, the lack of control with that big snappy thing on, and I just, I can't. I couldn't do it. And and not even that. Like, I just said to Meyer, we were watching something. I said, I think I'd like to take a ride on one of those ski lifts and just not get off. Yeah. Because <laughs> I took the ride. But, no. no. Yes. So. Well. Well, I hate to tell everybody, but winter's almost over. It is? Mm-hmm. How do you figure? I'm just saying that sounds good. Oh, please. Because there are some people that would say yes, because meteorological winter is December, January, and February. So right. if we're at the middle of January, then we're halfway over. However, okay. however, that's not necessarily how it works. I mean, it's like the winter solstice and all that other business would take mm-hmm. us until January, February, March. March. 21st, yeah. Yeah, well, we just started okay. January. Yeah. So we're still, we're stuck. Mm-hmm. But we have to say, you know, really, we haven't had a whole lot of really difficult weather so far. But I should shut my mouth, I know, because who knows what's coming. Yeah, so, any birthdays? Mm-hmm. I have one. Next week to talk. My okay. second born. So we will hold oh, off yes. on that okay. one. But yes, mm-hmm. lots of um, happy people around here. Um, I can't. My um, children's father's birthday was the other day, the ninth. Um, mm-hmm. We have um, a lot of people are around this month. My Sean's dear friend Bobby McGregor. He just turned 29. He just got married a few months ago and lives in Boston, and he's a doll. I love him. And he, his birthday was the 7th. His birthday is exactly two weeks to the day from Sean's birthday and mm-hmm. or before Sean's birthday. And they've been best friends since they're about 18 months old when we moved into our house, and he's started hanging out with Bobby. And they're two, two weeks to the day apart. That's cute. So, a lot of people yeah. in January. Yeah, well, we have to do, I, I have to do one shout out to my friend Joy Ditchie, who used to be uh, a person who lived here in northeastern Pennsylvania. And she and her fiance moved to an area outside of Bowling Green, Kentucky, bought a farm, and they raise animals. And, and lots of crops, and she's never been happier in her life. And so, shout out, big hugs to Joy Ditchie. And mm-hmm. thank you, Joy, what, and hope that you have a happy, wonderful year. What around her, what, which animals are on the farm? 
Oh, she has cows, chickens. Um, uh, I think there's some pigs. And, um, and she's got all that stuff going on. I love yeah. it. And she talks about the times that she has to go out there and get rid of the coyotes and the, uh, it's just, it's craziness, it's craziness, but she loves it. She is happy and she does canning and cooking and baking and I, I think it. it's great. It's just wonderful. It's a great life for her. I'm so mm-hmm. happy for her. So her birthday is the 12th. That's today as we're recording. So happy birthday. And then tomorrow, which happens to be one of those Friday the 13th things, um, John Palumbo, who's a friend of ours, it's his birthday tomorrow. So we wish him a very happy birthday. And, yeah, um, yeah and also um, the wife of uh, a friend who she's considered a friend, I guess you'd have to say that, Peggy Gleva, and Peggy and Paul Gleva used to live in Bear Creek, and they moved out to Loveland, Colorado, which was big sky country and a place that Paul Gleva had always wanted to live his entire life. And they mm-hmm. actually made it happen, and they're happy campers. So, good. Good, just happy birthday to all these people. And, of mm-hmm. course, we cannot forget Isla Harper DiNapoli, who's birthday we will be celebrating this coming weekend and her father Tyler Robert DiNapoli whose birthday is the 23rd so there's a lot of people a lot of people were born in January so we'll be celebrating all weekend long that's good and and I think what we should do is either make a cake which would be a lot of fun with Isla who will be four um, and or we can get an ice cream cake, which is Tyler's most favorite thing, Carvel's ice cream cake. Well, you can do both. Yeah, well, you can. You that can. way you have the, the ice cream cake in, in case, and then the, the cake you can make <laughs> somehow crappy. It won't matter, but she attempted to do it. Yes. So that'll be a good one. So that's that. So I think we got enough stored up for celebrations for this weekend. Mm-hmm. We'll have fun. Yeah, we will. We will. And then what's coming up next will be Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, that's, a, that's always a good one. It is. Uh, it is. I wonder if we'll be in the Super Bowl because did you watch the Eagles last week? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, as long as Jalen Hurts is back, it's a good possibility that oh, there's they can number one seed, so let's hope. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. That's always fun to watch these playoffs, and I love it. Yeah, and, that was uh, when they won I the Super When they won the Super Bowl, when? What was that? A couple, oh, yeah, that a couple was years ago. 17. Oh, or yeah. Somewhere back there. Yeah, and um, that was on my birthday that that year that they won. Oh, that's right. And we were at your house. That's where we usually are. Yes, but I I was so amazed that that this year, the Super Bowl is so far into February. No, I don't know why. 
Yeah, it usually is the first weekend in February, but I'm sure well, there's used, a reason. But it used to be the last weekend of January, and then they pushed it into the first weekend of February. I'm telling you, football's going to be year-round soon. I'm <laughs> sure it will be. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, there was some, oh, I just also wanted to say that last weekend we had um, so much fun. We had friends, another uh, of our college buddies, um, Janice and John Ackerman came to visit. And we made all kinds of food. And she brought all kinds of food that she made. And Joni Glover, as you would call her, was also with us. And uh, we had a wonderful time. We just laughed and had so much fun. Um, and they, they, they're people that usually are in bed and asleep before 9 o'clock. And they were up till 11. So that's... <laughs> Baby, that says a lot about how much fun they had. Wow, so, uh, it was good. It was nice. I just wanted to acknowledge their being there because it was so much fun, and it always is whenever they come. And um, they're the ones that have uh, the house at um, Ocean City, and they have a house in Monroeville, New Jersey. I think I've told that story before about the bootlegger guy who bought the place and stored all of his booze and that he ran up and down the New Jersey Turnpike in the empty bottoms of, um, what was that called? Petroleum container tanks. You know, those big monster trucks that have yeah, thousands yeah. of gallons. Well, they yeah. really were thousands of gallons of petroleum, but there was also a hidden empty bottom that he filled up with, moonshine and sold it up and down uh, the state of New Jersey. And so wow. he had to do something with all the cash. So he built this magnificent place with lots of acreage. And John, being a builder, uh, was certainly capable of renovating, which he did. And the place is just spectacular. That's and three of, <clears throat> two of the three weddings for the children were held there because they could. It's so beautiful. Oh, anyway, so we had a lot of fun and it was a good time and I'm so very happy that they came to visit and um, I'm sure they'll be back again and they just keep having grandkids. I think they have four and there's two more on the way. That's great. So there you are. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. 
Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399. Or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole Denova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director and the certified financial planner with a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Lori Cadden, the owner of Lori Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And uh, I was thinking of two things, but this one I, I would like to start off by reminding, not reminding, by telling everybody that for Christmas one year, a couple years back, you gave me a little red teapot that had white polka dots all over it and two matching mugs. Yeah. And, and when I was thinking of this, I was reading an article that that could be uh, it could be a downer if if you really think about it but in light of that gift that you gave me i wanted to just talk about this that apparently here's what your favorite mug reveals about you now i have a favorite mug which is not the one that you gave me at the moment but it was one that i kind of inherited from Patrick when we had an apartment in Chatham, New Jersey. And he took two of them from his house before he moved out. And there's just something about the size of the mug and and how it kind of fits in my hand that made me think about this conversation that was going on with this woman and it just, I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. So let me just get started with it and we'll see where it goes. When my mother was dying, I spent many hours staring out into space, rocking back and forth, holding a handmade clay coffee mug with both hands. My pinkies, bent from arthritis, needed the warmth. The rest of me, bent from despair and sadness, poured coffee into that mug and cradled it every time I felt myself unraveling. I was holding on for dear life, literally, knowing I would soon have to let go of the most cherished person in my world. And this is the author of this saying this. My friend Lynn made me that mug, a big pink mug with a large handle that has a little heart-shaped resting place for my thumb. On the thumb rest, she imprinted a tiny dragonfly, the symbol of transformation. 
Lynn discovered her talent for making pottery after she retired from a meaningful newspaper career. She and I have been collecting dragonflies since we, quote, transformed, unquote, from full-time journalists to freelancers and from daughters to orphans. Her mother was dying, too. She made herself a mug. We cradled and rocked and sipped and cradled and rocked and sipped. We focused on the perfectly imperfect rim of clay on our lips, the hot liquid melting, meeting them, the soothing aroma, the comfort of ritual. We breathed. I own 50 or so random coffee mugs, fancy Lennox holiday cups, and colorful fiesta wear cups, and mugs from nearly every bed and breakfast inn I've ever visited. But I never thought much about mugs until Lynn made me this one. A handmade mug feels special, like the energy of the artist's hands fusing into your own. There's a science to mug handles, Lynn said. This is something I never would have thought of until I got osteoarthritis in my hands about five years ago. The grit in my fingers got weaker, especially irritating when I was trying to peel back the foil lids of my cat's food, open those plastic containers of fruit from the grocery store, or hold a big cup of coffee. About half of all women experience some level of arthritis-related hand pain by the time they are 85. And our hands are our conduits of connection. They have, quote, tactile intelligence, end quote, says potter Liz Kelly of Raleigh, North Carolina. A clay mug is much more than something to hold coffee in. Our hands respond to tools made by other hands. And this has been true throughout history. Think about it. Clay shards are an archaeologist's first indicator of civilization. Kelly uses her own hand as the model for her mug grips. She pulls the clay for each handle individually, making sure there's enough room for four fingers, the most comfortable grip. She thinks about artistry, how pretty the mug looks, and also about form and function, or how the handle interacts with the containing part of the mug. Perhaps nobody has thought about that as much as Alan and Diana Arsenault, former engineers and healthcare executives who spent two years designing their Zen Grip mug for challenged hands. They started a company, Jamber, that's the first business devoted to hand health, Allen states. They also offer free online classes for strengthening hands. When you consider how much we need our hands and the fact that seniors drink more coffee than any other group, it's about time. A 2020 survey by market and consumer data company Statista reported that 70% of Americans 60 and up drink coffee daily, while just under half of people 18 to 24 do. Overall, Americans drink an average of 1.87 cups a day, with people 70 and up drinking, on average, 2.18 cups a day. Alan's grandfather provided the couple's light bulb moment. We were visiting him 
and we saw how he struggled to pick up a paper cup of water. I said, Pop, how do you pick up a cup of coffee? Pop was a tough guy, a former paratrooper who loved his morning coffee. But now it hurt him so much to pick up a mug, he stopped drinking it. That night, Alan and Diana got to work. We started thinking about creating a handle that allows the natural alignment of fingers so the tendons are not strained. What they came up with gave Pop his coffee ritual back. The Jamber mug of 14-ounce size is $19.95 at jamber.com. That's J-A-M-B-E-R.com has a four-finger grip and an inch-wide handle that balances the cup, taking the weight off the fingers and onto the palm of the hand. I tried it, and it works. The mug, which has been featured on the Today Show, is truly ergonomic. It's mechanically designed to do less harm to the body, Ellen said. One of the people who worked on the jamber design, Karen Jacobs, has arthritis in her right pinky. She's an occupational therapist and a Boston University professor who drinks her green tea out of a red jamber mug. It's part of her morning ritual. I love the red color and it makes me happy, she says. We all have challenges in our lives. How can we take those challenges and find a way to adapt? Now I am so obsessed with good mugs and the happiness they bring me that I bought a special shelf to display my collection. I rotate between Lynn's mugs and Liz's mugs. A new favorite is a large Liz Kelly mug with a gold handle and four rows of multicolored blueberry-sized clay beads popping out on all sides. I hold the handle with the four fingers of my right hand, and I run the creaky fingers of my left hand over those little baubles pausing in each one as if they were rosary beads. I cradle and rock and sip, and I pray for my mother, for my peace, and for all my friends who, like me, are simply trying to hold on and hold it together, one cup of coffee at a time. And to ask the question, do you have a favorite mug? Do I? Yeah. Um, well, I have a couple because I love mugs and I love coffee, so yeah. I I love to certain mugs. But right now I have two that I really love. One is a white ceramic cup, and it's got all pretty flowers all around coming up like blooming. And yeah. the other one I love, 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 love is a big mug. It's red, and it's got all most of the Charlie Brown characters all around the mug that says something like, you know, have a good day or just be happy or something. So I love Mm -hmm. that mug. Well, for my birthday this year, I got a present from Isla, and they had been to the Boston Museum. And, you know, where the infamous Boston Tea Party was held in that area. And they got me two Lily Pulitzer mugs that have, they're just the most beautiful blue colors, blue and purple flowers on on a white background. And the rim is a gold 
leafed kind of thing. A big handle, just like we were talking about. But the only problem is I can't put it in the microwave because of the gold around right. the top. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. they got they got me two two tins of uh, of tea, which you have purchased for me many times, and I love it. The loose tea. So I ha- what I have to do is I have to put the water in a regular mug and put it in there to heat it up and then pour it into these beautiful Lily Pulitzer mugs and enjoy it. And to me, it's, it's kind of like an experience. You know, I, I like to be able to do that when I can actually enjoy the tea. So it's not just the tea is the beverage I have with the meal. The tea is an event in and of itself. There you know what I mean? The difference. That's that's kind of how it is. So what I do is um, sometimes, you know, late in the afternoon, when I need a little pick me up, um, I will go down there and make my my cup, my mug of tea, and uh, and really enjoy it. Just sip it and taste it. It's wonderful. So having tea is an experience. I and I think I got that from my Welsh grandmother who always used to have a cup of tea at 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon before supper. Yes. Yeah. My family drank tea all the time, hot tea. I hate hot tea. Hate it, hate it, hate it. <laughs> I can't drink it. When we were young, we had it. if we were sick, we had to drink it, and I think that's what I eat. Oh, to this yeah. day, I love, love iced tea. That's why it has to be freezing cold or I can't drink it. Otherwise, it reminds me of um, hot tea and I can't, well, no, can't. Yeah. I would like to. Well, that's that's funny because um, my mom used to always do the same thing. Whenever I told her I had a tummy ache or something, she would have Uh me come downstairs and a cup of hot tea with milk, which was totally not what I should do because I have lactose intolerance. But... She didn't know. <laughs> yeah, and there was no exactly. such thing at that time. Nobody knew what that meant. No. So anyway, we're going to take another quick break. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and we will be right back. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of the Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. 
I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this, this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity. My checking account, uh, my payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity. Don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am Managing Director and Certified Financial Planner with Women of Substance, LLC, that's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I want to correct myself from first segment. It was February 4th, 2018, on my 57th birthday, that the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Again, against your favorite, Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Yeah, that was an even sweeter, <laughs> even sweeter there win. You go. Just so yeah. You know. mm-hmm. okay. So anyway, so, what's going? What else do we have today? Well, I I came upon this article that was actually written for financial advisors, but I just thought it was really funny that I'm reading this because it's kind of preaching to the choir. Uh, but this is somebody, uh, a, a woman named. Brianna Monsanto, who wrote this uh, last week, and it was something that was in um, our one of our financial planning rags called Financial Advisor IQ. And to me, it's kind of it's such a superficial approach to this, but it does say some things that I think we ne- we don't ever talk about, and I, and I'm glad that she actually brought it up. But it's her title is, is money stressing out your female clients? And the answer is most likely. Women are more likely than men to say their relationship with money is stressful. And this was according to Fidelity Investments 2023 Financial Resolutions Study. So it's very current information. The study, which surveyed 3,000 adults, showed that 36% of female respondents said that their relationship with money was stressful compared to 26% of male respondents. And the financial stress is persistent. A 2021 study from Fidelity showed that 34% of female respondents said their financial situation keeps them up at night at least once a month. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was that pervasive. But um, I think... Uh, but, you know, he said, well, sorry, she said, where'd it go? Hold on. Um, yeah, drivers of this disparity may include gender-based wage gaps, which we know to be true, caretaking responsibilities, mm-hmm. and longer lifespan. Uh, say industry executives who note that advisors need to be cognizant 
of these stressors and understand female clients' goals and values to help them feel more confident in their investing and financial futures. And then, um, although women have made strides in wage equality, they still earn, on average, 86, 86 cents. Keep losing this thing. Hold on. Um, where is it? <laughs> I feel like it's running away from me. Um, yes. The industry said that. Um, wow, this is really weird. Uh, it just seems like it's running away from me. Okay, so, come on. <laughs> anyway, okay, I got it. Don't move it. Gender-based wage, gap, wage gaps, caretaking responsibilities, and longer lifespan. Uh, advisors need to be cognizant of these stressors and understand female clients' goals and values to help them feel more confident in their investing and financial futures. Although women... Oh, my God, this is ridiculous. Have made strides in wage equality, they still earn, on average, only 83 cents for every dollar a man makes. Now, that's, that's good news. I mean, uh, I see it as good news because the last time I read something about this topic, it was 79 cents for every dollar that a man makes. Now, we could either say that's inflation or... <laughs> yeah. Or actually, we are making gains on a relative basis. So that's according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, um, 1987. No, no. Wow. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Every time I move this, it goes away. Anyway, mean- um, that's the article. It just keeps moving away. Caring for our loved caring for our loved ones um, is an important part of life, but it can have an outsized impact on women's savings in the long term. Says Lorna Capusta, head of women and customer engagement at Fidelity. Even if it's only a quick career pause to look after a child or an aging parent, that gap can have an impact that adds up over the long term. And they need to ensure they can stretch those savings as women tend to live longer than men. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the 2021 life expectancy of a woman is 79 years compared to 73 years for a man. Yes, that means they have more years to enjoy, but it also requires anticipating more expenses in retirement, especially higher health care costs. As female clients navigate these gender-specific stressors, they also face universal stressors, such as paying off debt. <laughs> Maybe the advisors are trying their best, but it doesn't feel like it's working. Said this woman called Linda Sherman, who is co-founder of something called Financially Empowered. Sherman and fellow co-founder Joy Cohen said the key to advisors making their female clients feel more secure in their financial future is simple. Ask meaningful questions that tap into what they want to achieve in their financial planning. Ask her the tough questions, says Cohen. Have all those meaningful conversations like, what happens to your family if you pass away tonight? 
Posing open-ended questions can help advisors understand the key players in their female clients' lives and how each factors into estate planning and the client's values. Advisors also need to provide more than money management. And I think, this is me saying this, that I think that is one of the biggest mistakes that most men make when they initially try to engage a female client because all they talk about is the money and you know what how much do how much will you need in retirement what are you going to do with the money when you retire blah 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 but they're not talking about the conversations that women relate to far more than men like for instance you know that question, what happens to your family if you pass away tonight? They're not thinking about the money. They're thinking about what happens to my kids. Who raises my kids? Um, mm-hmm. Will my husband, if I have one, will my husband be able to manage all this? And right. then the question becomes, well, how do I make sure that, that we can do that? Well, then maybe that's where life insurance comes in. But it's not the other way around, which is the way a lot of men ask the question, which is, how much life insurance do you have? You know, yeah. well, yeah, but who cares? What's it going to do? How do I know if I have the right amount? You have to go back to the issue. The issue is, who's going to take care of my kids? And the other issue is, what happens if I get to retirement and I don't have enough money? Am I going to become a bag lady? That's one of the biggest fears most women have, to outlive their money. So when you have conversations with advisors, these are the kinds of questions you want to be looking for. Because if your advisor isn't asking these questions, then he's not necessarily the best person for you. I'm just saying that. That's my own experience, 35, 40 years of doing this. And then... But she also says that client's portfolio might look great on paper, but understanding the full scope of their goals and what's keeping them up at night can help ensure advisors are helping them achieve peace of mind and ultimately fulfillment. And satisfied clients are good for business, and since a happy client is more likely to refer the firm to others. And everyone wins if you strengthen the connection. She will have peace of mind more confidence and connections with and the advisor will grow their business all true um and i think that when i look at the people that are my clients and they are 90 percent women the reason why they are is because i ask those questions and i'm not concerned that much about what you have I'm more concerned about what you want to do with what you have. What are your values? What are the things that are important to you? And how can we make what you have make those dreams come true? And as an aside, I think I might have mentioned this once before. This woman who, uh, Kaposta, who was the woman interviewed in this article, um, one of the things that she used is the phrase peace of mind. And I think for women, having peace of mind goes a long, long way to feeling confident about the future. 
And I say that not necessarily because it means that any financial advisor can guarantee peace of mind. No one can. But at least if you feel, after working with an advisor, that you don't have to wake up once a month or more in the middle of the night or not ever get to sleep because you're worried about all this, then that's how we define peace of mind. A sense of understanding what the risk is and understanding of the probability of success with what you're doing and just a general sense that you've got a partner in this and you're not alone. So thank you for saying that in the article, but I think it's important that those who are listening understand that it's not that men can't do this, but it's a man's world, as she said. It's a man's world. And the training that goes into financial planning is not what I just said. It's the other way around. We'd like to capture the assets. We'd like to do this. We'd like to do that. That's what the business is about. But more importantly, if you have a relationship with your financial advisor that gives you peace of mind, and you have to put that in brackets, understand what that means, then that's really what the relationship and the business should be about. Okay, I'm off my soapbox now. There you go. Well, so you well, know what you're doing. over. <laughs> You've been doing it all the time. Yes, I do. So, so. it's important. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think we should wrap this baby up. Okay. All righty. So do your thing. Yeah, that's good. I am. So, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, We'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. Be safe. And please be nice. Bye. Bye. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.